For tuning to my podcast today, we have very, 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 very special people in my life. My two closest friends today, Sunita and drums roll, <laughs> Mamata. Well, hey, where is Drumsroll? <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys doing today? Good. Very good. Very it's good. Okay. Yes. Just about the movie as ago. How was your experience? Oh, well, by the way, just just uh, a backstory of this thing. A question is, we just watched a Nepali movie that premiered after three years of uh, COVID. So it was a good experience for me. But I just want to hear from my friends. So Sunita, just about the experience. It was really good because uh, I think it's so rare to. watch the movie that depicts what uh, Nepali culture actually is and since I'm from that area I could relate to it much more so it was really fun okay how about you Mamata yeah I really enjoyed it um I think I watched a Nepali movie probably after three four years and that was good entertainment you do money Irina <laughs> you do money no oh, okay well that's a good start to start a conversation actually So um uh, tell me about yourself Sunita you said you you were from the same part of the uh, place where the movie was uh, <laughs> shot so yeah tell me about your life share your story of of what brought you to Canada So I was born in a remote uh, village called Chimkola in Magdi district of Nepal which is quite close to Mustang so it takes like a day trip uh, to go to Mustang where the movie was located So I was uh, in the village until I was 9 years old and then I moved down to Beni Bazar which is uh, headquarters of Magdi district uh, a small town Um, then I went, I did my high school there and then eventually moved to Canada right after my grade 12 exam because my dad was here for a long time and then he wanted us to get higher education here. So me and my sister, younger sister, we moved here. Technically not by choice, I would say, because uh, <laughs> I hadn't really thought of coming abroad like that. But after my high school, my mom was like, well, I can't really afford to keep giving you higher education so you have to go with your dad uh developed countries have more opportunities so basically that's how i end up in canada not gonna lie i kind of resented coming here for like three years after that it was hard to make friends half hard to even like you know know what i'm doing or if i should be making friends and what is proper what is not proper i also struggled a lot with the diet so i because we come from nepal so beef was completely off the table so i realized that uh people actually eat a lot of beef here and i work in a fast food restaurant where beef and chickens everything were kind of oh, placed yeah. in a like containers side to side so i got so grossed out i was like okay i'm not going to eat meat ever 
So I became vegetarian for like two years, but because I didn't know the how to do the diet thing in uh, Canada, like it is not like you wake up and eat rice and then lentils and torkari <laughs> and then you Classic know. Classic Nepali dal. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So we didn't have the chance to do that, right? So I got yeah. really weak. So. I was having lots of skin problems, health problems. So we went to our family doctor and the doctor is like, oh, she's getting malnutrition. So she's having protein deficiency. So she needs to eat proper. And uh, my dad is like, embarrassing because you came from Nepal and it's like you came to Canada and we're talking about malnourished. So you must eat proper. So I started introducing meat a little. Uh, yeah, and then I did my college and university, and I didn't go back to Nepal for like nine and a half years. And long story wow. short, now I go back more often. Um, I on my way to being more comfortable being myself, so and being proud of where my roots are from. That was not easy. Still in work, yeah. I think I did say uh, quite a lot. <laughs> so do you still resent being in Canada, or is Canada your home now? Not at all, because you know when I see it now, yeah. uh, from the resources that my mom had, I don't think like I would have gotten. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say like education is the most important piece there is, but I think I don't think I would have gotten the same opportunities as I got after I came here. Although I kind of had to be my own person, take care of my own educations and all that, but at least I had uh, resources to do that. And Nepal is quite hard. I mean, best that could have happened is find a good husband, right? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to get into that. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, no resentments. It actually makes me happy that, you know, if I want, I can have the best of both, both parts of the world. So, it's now just being okay with where I am and being okay with where I come from and making peace with my family. I'm realizing that it's not the place that makes you happy or keep you in peace. It's like the state of mind you are. So doesn't matter whether I'm in Canada or Nepal. Like if I'm not happy, it's not going to work out. So, Well, peace. <laughs> <laughs> Philosophical Sunita. I know. Um, Mamata. Tell me a story when you Sonona. How was your story of coming to Canada and what um, brought you to Canada? It was never my first place of choice to come. Oh, um, shoot. I know. <laughs> um, I was in the UK for almost about 10 years. Um, I went there for my higher studies, like everyone did when the recession hit in about 2009. Yeah. So I was there for about 10 years. It felt like it was my second home. Obviously, Nepal was first home by Alia. So I thought like, okay, I've been here for long and I need a bit of change because I was a bit tired of corporate culture and all the things that were happening post-Brexit. It wasn't the same place as it used to be before. So one day I was just um, sitting with my friend and she told me about, oh, this is the thing in Canada, like you can go there in express entry, you can apply as a PR and you can go there. So it was never meant for me, but it was just in a whim. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to try. And I tried and within six months, I got my PR. What? Yeah. Through the years. I know. Like within six months, people have told me like it took about years, like two years for them to get their PR, but I got in within six months. So I decided to go back to Nepal for six months 
It's very difficult for you to express your love for your parents, no matter yeah. your parents, like how much do they love you. It's always difficult and it's not very common in our culture, but your parents says I love you to you and neither you do it. Mm-hmm. So when I boarded plane to come to Canada, I was sat in the plane and I got this rush of emotion mm-hmm. and I don't know what I was thinking. I started crying so bad. I didn't think I cried that much when I left Nepal for the first time. Maybe that time I was like too young. And I was like, okay, yeah, I can conquer like the world and I can do all of those things. So about that time, I realized getting older makes you a bit closer to your family. I was 29 when I left uh, for Canada. Um, so I haven't been really close to my parents for almost a decade. And I got to spend six months with them. And that was the best time ever I had with them. Um, so when I was in the plane, I was thinking all about it and I texted like a long text message in the family group chat saying, oh, this feels so weird, <laughs> but I'm just going to say, I, I wrote that in the chat yeah. and I said, oh, I never felt this, but mm-hmm. and I said, I love you guys very much and that was it. Um, so. I went to uh, London for five days because I had to close my bank accounts and finish all the unfinished business. Yeah. So I was there for five days um, and then I came to Canada and I, when I saw the airport, I regretted instantly. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. It, it was, it was it, yeah, it was in April. I still remember that when I looked at the airport from the uh, window, it was so dry in April um, and it looked like a desert. Oh, so, uh, yeah. The Canada, you know that Canada boasts about YVR. I know, YVR. I know. And I, oh and my I, God. I feel like I'm home every time I come to YVR. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, because you've been here for so yeah. long. Because what happened was when I came here, I had all the expectations like, okay, you know what? Canada's just going to be like UK. You're going to see the similar things just because you were part of the Commonwealth. And I thought, and that was the wrong thing to do for no, me to baby, have high expectations. No. <laughs> yeah. So I thought like, oh no, it's going to be the same. But nothing was the same. So I didn't know anyone. Luckily, uh, one of my relatives Kura's uncle who Sunita is very close to because she lived nearby him for almost 10 years in Prince George so uncle introduced me to Sunita before coming here so we had chatted a bit and and that was about it she was the only person that I knew that have come to Vancouver from Prince George um Mm. uncle wasn't able to make it because obviously he lives in Prince George he can't make it up to here so the person who came to pick me up at the airport, I didn't know what the person looks like. I didn't know who's coming to pick me up. But it was all like, okay, you know, I'm just going to go there and I'm going to find someone who looks like Nepali. And I walked out. So the experience from getting off the plane to getting to the house. And I just like, I was walking, you know, where the taxi stand is. Mm. I went there, I'm like, okay, who is going to come to pick me up? And I saw Santa Auntie, so she definitely looks very Nepali. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I think she started waving at me, and I'm like, okay, she's the one. So we just went to her place. I showered, we ate, 
and I didn't know I was supposed to go to another place. And I was like, okay, so I thought like I was gonna stay here, but that wasn't the thing. And Sunita moved in with me <laughs> after a month to the same place. Yes. And and that that was then when I met you. Wow. Yeah. yeah so story yeah, short, long story short, it's it. not long story short, long story long. Long, yeah. <laughs> but and then yeah. you did end up making friends with Manila, like really good friends yeah. with Manila guys. So yeah, yeah, because because they were very nice to me. Like her parents were really nice and. I wasn't feeling very good because, like I said, I spent six months with my family mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I'm in this new place where I don't know people and things are already upsetting me, things are not as what I was used to or what I had expected. Yeah. So it was a bit difficult for me to come in terms with, okay, I'm here now, like I need to do something, right? So I never thought, okay, it's going to be easy, but I didn't know that I would be so frustrated and disappointed. At Canada. Okay, okay. Here's the question. Here's the follow-up question. Okay. What are the bur- biggest three frustrations you have? Or like what are the biggest differences between UK versus Canada versus Nepal? Oh my god, I can go on and on because I completely <laughs> no, agree. It's two years. <laughs> okay, so three. Uh, first thing for me was transportation. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was really used to because the place I used to live... It, like the bus stop was just a minute away, train station was five minutes away and everything was very accessible. But here I didn't know that, well, we lived in Surrey so I couldn't expect more, but I thought like, okay, there will be buses that will come in every five minutes, but apparently there are bus lines which comes every 30 minutes or every yeah, hour. So I wasn't aware of that. And I, actually I was waiting for the bus mm. on the wrong side of the road because we drive on the left side and you people drive on the right side so that was the thing so transportation is the first the second thing was i was shocked how expensive uh communication is here like the telecommunications because like what um, do you mean like, phones, like the cell phones yeah phone plans oh, and all okay. of that because i remember when i went to get a phone plan or a phone because i already had my phone so i was like okay you know what? i'm gonna save a bit of money so we went to get a phone and a plan. So the lady says, okay, this is for $50, blah, blah, blah. And I asked her, okay, what kind of phone do I get with it? And she goes, no, that's just the same plan. Mm. And I was like, you kidding me? Because I was paying like nine pounds for everything unlimited. So that was a shock oh to me. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, so it's very expensive here. That's the second thing. And the third thing for me was... Make it the I, best I could, one. I could go on and on, tax. right? Um, uh, tax, I think she, she, you mentioned a lot about tax too. Yeah, because uh, in the UK, you don't have to do your own taxes unless you own a business, which is kind of different. But if you work for a company, you never have to do your own taxes. You never have to file your taxes. What happens is at the end of the tax year, you get a letter from the hegemony. That's like Her Majesty's Revenue Office. So you get a letter and it will tell you whether you're going to have to pay back or you're receiving money. Oh, so like the that's one, a cool system. Yeah. So here we have like T4. Yeah. Back there we have, I think it's P60 or P45, something like that. I already forgot. Yeah. So you give that, so you will have your statement for the whole year's earning and everything. And the letter will explain whether you have to pay. If you have to pay, you just write a check mm-hmm. or deposit. Or if you're getting money, you'll just get it deposited on your bank account. So you really don't have to worry about, oh, I'm going to miss the deadline. <laughs> right? Yeah. 
So yeah, when I was first told, you have to file your taxes, I'm like, okay, what does the government do? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, so there's all the three things. That's a good question to ask the government. Hello, government, what do you actually do? (laughs) Right, I'm paying all my taxes, you got the record. And if I do a mistake, you're obviously going to say, oh, you didn't pay it right, Mm. so do your job. Yeah, it's a different system, for sure. Yeah. Sunita Gokostuboya. I know you're also not originally. No, I'm artist. just listening to her stories and like uh, realizing that how much we become home where we live and how much we uh, carry that story with us. And then mm-hmm. because every time I go out of Canada, I always complain about how Canada is different. Canada has these great things because I had totally different experience when I visited uh, England. I was like, what mm-hmm. the, right? Like, this is not <laughs> what people are hyping about. Same thing happened when I went to US. So I think it's like, we get used to things. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, that's we get, what and we started getting... Yeah, yeah I become, I never become that proud of being Canadian like when I go out of Canada. That's mm-hmm. why I said like, when I come to, when I just know that I'm landing in YVR, I know I'm home. Mm-hmm. But, but now I can relate to it. Um, mm-hmm. Last time when I went to London, when was it? In March? Yeah. This year? Yeah. yeah. So it kind of felt a bit suffocating when I was at the airport. And you just kind of feel like, okay, yeah, I want to go back yeah. home, yeah. right? But we the good thing was we, we went, um, we didn't stay in the city. We went to the countryside. So I didn't feel that much of a uh, yeah. busy yeah. vibe. It was just like very relaxed. But if you actually, if you go to London, then obviously you feel very small. small. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe if I find a guy, I would go to London right now. <laughs> so many good-looking guys, honestly, yes. Mm. Especially for Nepali community, all the hot guys live in London. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like yeah. There, there are different communities. If you, there, are, there are different parts, like uh, Plumstead, Wani Town, Sami, Momohanjani Town, Nepali Town. Plumstead? Okay, Plumstead guys, I'm here. <laughs> 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 but like there are other places where there are a lot of Nepali community, like Elder Shot. So yes. Sorry, Panisa town. Yeah, yes. Yes. The weather shocking thing was like how much Nepali people were there. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you know, I I'm Poon Magar, right? So apparently they have such a big of Poon community. Here uh, we are the only family of Poon in the whole Vancouver. There, yeah. apparently, there is so big of a Poon community that they had to divide between Poon Mugger and Poon. No. <laughs> and I was like, and then they ended up actually mm-hmm. One group will wear yellow, other group will wear... Really? Yeah, blue. Because of the big... So I was like, Kosta chutta goi. Then I was like, they took me to this Poon Samach, like, mm-hmm. you know, the one, which they said is the half of Poon. I'm thinking, you know, I'm from Canada. I don't know much Nepali community <laughs> there gathering. So I'm thinking just a little bit of people mm-hmm. in a little house get together. Yeah, and it's like, like a specific poon, right? Mm-hmm. I go there. Toilet, my toilet ko line cha, khana ma, khana ko line cha, ma thi tolo, tolo, chair ma basne thang cha, mantiri ara cha. And the minister gave his speech for so long, so long. <laughs> like his uh, throat got dry. And he kept talking and I had to like offer him the water in this stretch. <laughs> this Tulamo. So everything was so Nepali. Eh? Mm-hmm. Khani, khani culture wise was super good. Like there mm-hmm. were a lot of Nepali people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but which that is how it would be because mm-hmm. it's a small place with a lot of people, of course. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the, the but transit is actually good in London. I agree. I do agree about yeah. that. But, but also, that is small place, right? Like for example, if you I were to, to go from yeah, if I have to go from here to Alberta, it's like eight hour drive. But we're talking about let's say going from like you know London to Colchester, there and there is trains. a train, fast train, right? But if you drive also, you will get there in two hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like this distance is not as much as yeah, here. It's like it's a small place. country. Um, but yeah, like, you can't even go to the house, you can't go to the house. It's the house, it's the house. It's the house, it's the house. Whenever you are ready, girl, I'll come with you. We're going to be ready, Do you think it's easier for Nepali women to date as liberally as we want to? Depends where you are. Nepal yeah. woman, obviously you can't. Yeah. Um, but if you're broke. Nepal woman, so you can't date. You can't. No, I mean like not as openly as you could. Yeah. Like if you're like dating is like you're not in a committed relationship, right? You're just like figuring it out. If you're really compatible with each other, each mm. other, and if you're not, yeah. it's okay to move on with another person. Well, it, you you know what? One of the things is if you start dating and if you live in a community back home, it's oh. just gonna be like aunties will be like, oh, it's got to that this bike might be heavy. So it's not gonna stay like confidential, right? Yeah. Everyone would know. I don't know why that. What people it do has that. changed so much now, but though, guys. Like gossip so much. Like my cousins, they all fell in love, love matters. They did all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so but I think in our time was more than now. The Maybe they are liberal mm-hmm. very much nowadays, but still, I don't think you would get the same opportunity as you get here. Yeah, yeah. Right? They are having a hard time dating. They have to hide. We know uh, the own examples of people like hiding from their family and breaking up because it's too much of a stress or whatever oh, really? to keep up it, keep it secret. It's obviously, there's a bit of pressure when you're dating someone and you kind of have to hide it from your family, but have, it have doesn't you, necessarily have to be that way. Have you yeah. experienced that? Like, no. you don't know yet if you even want to marry them, right? You just yeah. want to get to know them better, but yeah. once the community and your family know that you're kind of have a pressure to yeah. be coming because in the western way it's like okay if i don't like you we can just simply break it off and you go your mm-hmm. own way and i go mm-hmm. my own way but nepali community especially yeah in each community by either okay if you're gonna date this guy and I, if i see you by any chance you're gonna end up marrying the same guy or else ketiko but I think like it has changed a lot but not to the extent where you'll be allowed to go out openly and freely and just date whoever you want and how many people you want. Yeah. Yeah. It's so always, rooted in our own thoughts too, right? We, like we, we think, think about that yeah, too. We think like, oh, if I do this way, people will think that way. And Either. then it takes so much of brainwashing to know that Jesus Christ, look, <laughs> you have to do whatever you want to do, yeah, right? That's true. That's so true. now, even like before, right? We talk so much of other girls, honestly, right? Mm-hmm. In the past, like what they are doing, you know, all of that. 
and you know like it took over the years to realize that oh they are doing that and i'm sitting back here shitting at them because i'm not doing that yeah like when you timi got experience garo see how you feel whatever like you're not doing it you are just sitting back and like criticizing i don't know now when i go see girls like doing what they want to do but they could get all go to pounds open see why not girls Absolutely. guys can go around with many girls by their choice same thing girls can go around with many guys by their choice now when i see girls do that and owning it and not feeling guilty about it i'm like you go girl yeah 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 most of the time it's ingrained from the very beginning of our life ki hey, okay you just have to find one person in your life and get settled with that whether you're happy or not if you find like if you're in love that's fine but mm-hmm. if you fall out of love it's just it's so good uh, girl syndrome like believe god never like get too much mm-hmm. like because we were brought yeah. up that way that's why yeah <laughs> we are a part of it ami ami le banauni ho sabai kura Yeah, the belief system we're brought up in, it just feels so wrong. Mm-hmm. When you question everything and find reason. Because uh, you're always brought up with, okay, you got no idea. You got no idea, you got no idea. Like, there's no reason for got no idea or got no idea. And had we given a chance to explain that reason, or had we given, like, at least an explanation of how it works and how it doesn't, maybe we should have believed what we were always taught to believe, right? And it just feels like so... उट फैक्ट फाइंडिंग सिंग But if it doesn't serve you, if it makes you smaller than who you are, if it makes you keep things to yourself and not have the full expression of who you are as a person, then definitely we have to question back, right? Whatever thoughts and beliefs that we are taught to believe. And it's like, it's not the fault of our parents, like moms. And, you know, they say your moms will be the one who is showing you to, you know, like being in your... way into becoming independent because they are so washed by patriarchal beliefs that they're yeah. going to teach your daughters to be that way. This is so, huge gap. Yeah, so they teach your daughters to be exactly how they were taught and it's not because of their fault, it's because they didn't know any better, right? So now instinct of looking, you know, some examples to our mom saying, "Oh, like I wish I learned that from her. Why don't we become that person, live boldly and freely and show to our moms, aunties, sisters, friends, whoever around that it is okay to live freely and boldly." Honestly, we're not doing anyone harm by being who we are and expressing ourselves, right? But I would question always I think if same thing is not expected of a guy then there is a major major like gap then why why and that gap is not going to end anytime soon yeah but right. so we have to make small changes by also changing comes from our the life. guy too like if the other half doesn't want to admit that yes they have been dominant for the past I don't know time imminent and they need to take a step back and just think about rethink about how their role is going to help women come forward i don't think it's going to happen like just women trying so hard 
Hey, there is no such thing as altruism, so don't expect a guy to oh. come forward and, you know, or take a step well, back. I mean, there and are think, good guys, no? Uh, there, there are, are good there guys. Are, yeah. But, like, no one's gonna come up and say, hey, let's take a step back and give the women the podium so that they can express themselves. They can so grow sad. further. Like, it's not gonna happen. It makes me yeah. so sad. So, you have to be the one coming and stealing the show. And guess what? The society says when women do that. She the bee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know what? We have to come out of that thought of, you know, if people will think I'm like that, you know, people think, think I'm too strong to, you know, oppose it too much, you know, then you have to be okay with being that too much. If it is serving you and the people you love and, you know, if it knows. I think so far what we learned from, have you ever learned from any women who are just sitting there suppressing themselves and not being expressive? No matter how strong and how annoying those ladies we find, we always only learn from people who are stronger, showing more confidence, standing up for themselves and not afraid to say what is in their head, right? So I think it, if people don't really learn from that oh i'm a nice girl you know i'm just size to sit back let it happen yeah. we learn from people who are strong actually well you know what like when you say that it reminds me back to uh, the ideal definition of a woman, woman. defined by the society yeah. <laughs> yes unjani ekdam shy เอ่อมันจะนี่อัมรดัดมอมกปาลกเดฮิเลโรอบออยเดอัมรปาลสมาออนเดฮิดัดมอมกปนิทอทซอรูอปินิยนซอรูคอซิริจินซ์บอกว
We have to plant the seed though. Yeah. And I think we can do that by really supporting another woman. Honestly, I don't think jealousy Now, yeah, as a girl, I have faced that, of course. I'm not going to lie on it. You see someone else speaking louder, doing more, and you are like kind of jealous. And one sentence really changed my thought process. If you see someone doing good, better, being louder, whatever, and you feel jealous, that is a sign that that is what you want to do, but you are not doing it. And that's what's missing in your life. Mm-hmm. So every time I feel like that thing of jealousy or something, I was like, oh, exactly. Do I want to do this? Why? Why is that person too powerful for me? Why am I feeling this way? And that's because obviously most of the time you're not living that way. You're not expressing that way, right? Yeah. And over time when you go in the journey, it's like enabling, just giving them the safe space for another woman to just be themselves, honestly. Like and finding that and spreading that. So that the another woman does not become like your competition or your hindrance, but another woman just becomes another person that you are going to support, you know what I mean? Yeah. And feel safe around them too, that, and have the trust that they will have your back as well. We shouldn't compete. I don't think competition between women versus women is a... You can compete, like depends what kind of But at the same time, I think if we find the right like people in our life who are there for us and support us, I mean संसार भरिले जुत्ता के काडा छ काडा छ कसरी बस्ने जुत्ता काडा नगुच्ने जुत्ता लगाउने सो यु बी सेफ <laughs> Nepali version of the last oh day. Oh. Yeah. But yeah. Oh yeah. generation pani middle of like like older classic lifestyle. Yeah, so we're kind of in the middle, yeah. so that's why it's also a little bit harder. I don't think it's just us facing that, everyone. It's honestly, it's yeah. yeah, facing that, yeah. I'm a sandwich boy, internet is on escalate, Oh, yeah, because we grew up without internet, we grew up with like the internet. Yeah, no internet. So we just go, do it a mix, generation, a little bit weird. Yeah. Mm. Remember dial-up gorera internet connect gonna birth any? God, those were the days. Cyber ma goer, poisa tiri tiri, messenger was charged. Contact positive will in This is a funny gore. And now we have phone on our hand and you can Titi Ram Dere Kusitim Oh yeah, way, yeah. Way happier. I think I was authentically happy that time, Kim Zen. There 
अब तो बुरे स्काल नहीं लगे बुरे स्काल नहीं लगे एक्सेक्टली आई वाज गोना से दैट अब क्या दुख सा बता रही हो जीव सब दुख से ये तो साइड में बोलने Boring, what is the name of 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 the